0: The Blast From Our Past Network.
1: Hello and welcome to The Blast From Our Past Podcast, where the podcast gives you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. I'm John. I'm Adam. And today we are doing another album review of a band I would bet a vast majority of our listeners have not heard of
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i think you're right the only reason i've heard of them is thanks to you
1: so uh we are going to talk the fourth studio album scream dracula scream which is how this ties into our vampire month uh even though most of the songs really don't have to do with vampires it was the only way i could tie this in really uh and it is from the band rocket from the crypt Really cool name for a band, though. I like it, it really is. Um, and I remember how I found the band. So maybe my sophomore year of high school, I'm thinking, um, I went to the Omni to see Soundgarden, headline at the Omni, and this was the opening act.
0: Yep. I saw that on their Wikipedia that they did tour in 1996 uh, for both Rancid and Soundgarden.
1: Yep and that's where i saw them and i really enjoyed their sound it was a fun band and i met the second uh i got a chance to i went out and bought this album um and there was a there was a song on this album that i that i remembered them playing and cuz i remember looking i was like I, whatever album it is i got to find that song mm mm-hmm. mhm um, thankfully I could tell, I could understand the lyrics enough to figure out which song it was, <laughs> yeah. uh, which made it pretty easy. And this became a fairly regular rotational album for me, um, uh, to a point anyway. Um, Adam, do you remember anything about, uh, listening to Rocket from the Crypt? I'm imagining it's just, you heard it when I played it.
0: I heard it when you played it and that was it. And this was an album that when you went off to college, it went with you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> it was never played again uh, since just today, prepping for this episode. <laughs>
1: uh, the album was released on October 10th, 1995. So, just a little bit before I saw them, about a year or so before I saw them. Uh, released on Interscope. And it was produced by a man named John Reese, uh, who was also the guitarist. Okay. Um, and uh, was actually also the uh, the lead singer. Okay. So he oh, was wow. the lead singer and guitarist, sorry. Um, so he produced the album, which I, honestly, knowing that and listening to the production value, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it, it does sound, I'm, I'm kind of giving over, not overall thoughts, but it does, it sounds like a band that recorded live mostly, like, instead of, like, doing, you know, a little bit by bit. So I got to say, if, uh, for a guy who, and obviously they were a smaller band, so they couldn't afford a, a whole bunch of stuff, um, unless he was just like, I'm going to be uh, uh, greedy and call myself the producer and take all the money that the producer would take. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't think so, especially because this was their four studio album, so they'd been a- around for a little while. Oddly enough, this wasn't even their only album that they released in 1995. Yeah, I, I, not,
0: not even only their second album but their third album <laughs> is what it said it's crazy
1: the uh, personnel in the band they all went by pseudonyms uh, so the lead singer was Speedo and that was John Reese uh, the other guitar was ND and that was Andy Stamitz. PDX played the bass and that was Pete Reichart. Apollo 9 was saxophone and played, uh, was Paul O'Byrne, I'm guessing. O'Byrne, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, JC2000, Jason Crane played trumpet. That was the other thing that I noticed about this band was the horns that they had as regulars in the band. Yep. And Adam, A-T-O-M, was Adam Willard, A-D-A-M, on the drums. Okay. Uh, They had a lot of other guys who came in and and played for various things. I'm not really going to name them because they're mostly just session people that I think they brought Ah. in. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the one thing that I found interesting about this band was their use of horns because their style is not exactly a style that I immediately associate with horns. And I kind of think that's why the band worked for me a little bit. And I will
0: absolutely say it helped me uh, at first because I kind of, other than their one song that I definitely knew, um, because I think I did have that one song that I ripped Mm-hmm. Off Napster or something. I was like, okay, I I remember that one because it was like a their biggest hit. Yeah. Besides that, I kind of completely forgot what their style was. I actually thought they were a little bit harder than what I heard on this on the on this listen. Right. Um, but those horns really pulled out a ska-like sound, um, like a more of a punk ska, um, yeah. than than what I thought. And I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, they were. They have more of a punkish sound which i don't actually normally associate with horns yeah and i i think actually it helped them in this case in some in sometimes i think when we talked um was it some 41 uh no some 41
0: we didn't do some 41 uh lit lit yeah we did lit
1: we talked about lit they had that one song that had horns and for some reason that yeah. one didn't work for me okay um but in in this case i think it did okay uh all right adam you got anything uh, else for us before we head in
0: So, this album uh, was included in the book 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. So, Ah. whoever that author is thought uh, highly enough of them on that. And it was uh, released on Interscope Records, which was the band's first major label release. And the only other thing that I definitely do remember is I remember the album cover. Because it's Mm -hmm. literally just a photograph of a scorpion. That's it. It has nothing. Literally, none of that stuff, you know, matters. It's their, their band name is Rocket from the Crypt, and the albums Scream Dracula Scream, which are both on the titles. But right. then it's like, here's a scorpion, not like a vampire, not like a crypt, not like anything. <laughs> right. It's just here's a scorpion. Okay. <laughs> All right, sure, whatever. But
1: scorpions are badass looking, man. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Okay. All right. Well, we uh, we got about fourteen songs to go through, so let's go ahead and jump into to this one. Sure. And uh, we will start with a song called Middle.
2: I stuck in the middle side.
1: not really a song so much it is kind of an intro i mean the song is only about a minute it's literally a minute long Mm -hmm. um it does it does kind of it kind of builds a little bit and there's this kind of weird like drum solo with guitar screeches going on towards the end um but i I still kind of like it i still kind of like it as an intro to the band
0: I wholeheartedly agree. If this song was anywhere else on the album, it wouldn't work for me. But as an opener, it's weird. It's kind of different. It's definitely short, punk, repetitive style. And it kind of has that fuck the norm mentality. They're just going to do whatever this is. And I think it works to start off this kind of different punk style album.
1: Yeah, I I definitely agree with you there. Like anywhere else in the album would not make sense. And in in the very intro... And I, I cannot, I honestly could not tell you if that is how they started off their show. Yeah, uh, was with this song. I would imagine so, but I don't know for sure.
0: No. Um, so I did just uh, see something that I should have probably mentioned because I just saw this. I'm like, damn, this is cool. Um, so the band was around from uh, about uh, 2 their 1990 to 2005, and then they broke up. They reunited for a one off appearance on the TV show Yo Gabba Gabba. (laughs) And then eventually in 2003, they did uh, reform again um, for like tours in Europe and whatnot. And apparently they're still kind of together. But uh, there are some, the band itself is actually pretty freaking weird because they kind of, yeah, apparently they got into like doing some like weird like kid show stuff and other things like that. And yeah, to be on Yo Gabba Gabba, I'm going to have to find that is something that I will do. (laughs) So, but that's it. That that was interesting. Um, But yeah, sorry. We can continue with the album.
1: Okay. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to kind of the first full song, really. Uh, It's called Born in 69. Giggity.
0: Your inspiration is a memory that you know you never had.
2: Your desperation like before.
1: So I will say that if they hadn't started out with Middle, mm-hmm. I actually really do think this would also have made a really good opening song. And this is it makes a yeah. good as the opening like first full-length song really. Yeah. Um you know, it starts out really hard, s- snare drum really fast kicks us in, drums. Also, I love that chorus, man. Yeah. Dunna. Woo! Yeah.
0: <laughs> this is, you know, this one yeah, this is a solid song. Um, yeah, having the horns in, you know, getting kind of like that Ska feel. I do like Ska style. Um, it peaked at number 68 on the UK singles chart. Mm, uh, this okay. song. Yeah, this one was good. I enjoyed born in 69. Absolutely. And I agree. This would have been a good start to the album as well.
1: Yeah. I don't think Anything else to say, I guess. No. I, yeah.
0: I, I, <laughs> I didn't have much either. Um, and I could tell you for a lot of these, especially on the second half
1: of the album, my, re- my, uh, responses will be pretty short. Uh, funny thing about that, I will also have something to say about the back half of this album. <laughs> okay. When we get there. Uh, but right now, let's go on to easily my favorite song on this whole album. It's the one that got me to buy the album when I heard them play it live. Um, and I I still, to this day, will will just just get the edge to, to just listen to this song. Mm-hmm. And it's called On a Rope. This song is so fucking catchy. I honestly yeah. don't know how it didn't become a bigger hit.
0: Yeah. It only got to number twelve in the UK and I don't think it charted it in the US at all.
1: Yeah. And it, I mean, this is still around the time when and when grunge was still around, alternative was still big, mm-hmm. and uh ska and punk were still relatively big or still coming up in in, in parts. This song is so much fun.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. Like I know this song so much because of you right. um, and you did playing this album uh, that I did download it up for like, like a, one of my you know rock mixes or something at some point. And so I had this is the only song by Rocket from the Crypt that I have. And I do like it. It is cat. You're right. Catchy. So catchy. Get stuck in your head. Just that simple on a rope, on a rope. Got me hanging on a rope. Um, it's it is good. It's a good rock song. Uh, I watched the music video as well. Mm-hmm. It's actually I quite like the music video because it's literally just the band playing this song, but they're in like this super colorful fake like garden and like backyard area. They're huh. playing with bunnies and chickens and kittens, and they're just like <laughs> having a happy old good old good lucky time. But they're just singing this, dun turn turn dun and it's just like that juxtaposition works really well.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Um, that and that yeah that opening that opening guitar riff, which basically is just is mirrored uh by the vocals in the in the chorus dun da is oh man, every time I hear it, it gets me like ready to go, it gets me revving. It's to me mm-hmm. it's another good like driving song. because yeah. it it makes me like, oh, I wanna go. Yeah, yeah it does.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a good Yeah, it's a good workout song. It's a good drive song, anything like that.
1: Yeah. And I you know what? i I'm sure that when I first bought this album, this was the only song I listened to for a while. Then I gave the rest of the album a chance, and I did start to listen to Mm -hmm. more of it as I went. But I specifically bought this album for this song. Uh, All right, let's move on to the next one, which is called Young Livers. So, immediately, the young percussionist in me was in love with this song uh, because of the, the use of chimes or tubular bells uh, at the beginning. I think I do remember actually, like, figuring out how to play that once on chimes because I thought it was fun that they had it in there, you know, in a rock band. There's chimes in a rock band. Um, also, in this, in this, this is another case where I think the horns really help kind of accentuate some of the like because sometimes they just kind of copy what the guitar is doing and it works that way like it it, it for some reason it just kind of works with what they're doing and that's I, it's one of the things about their sound that I, I do enjoy yeah
0: uh, this song in particular I get like the ska sound this actually is a little bit more of like a poppy feel than right. at least like the uh, last two songs. Um, and so it kind of, it kind of hit me in like that right ska vibe, you know, a little less punk. Um, it peaked at number 67 on the UK charts. Um, but because of that, that feel like, you know, it, it, a little bit more of like, yeah, you know, I can see, I can see that transition to lit down the line for me and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, you know, just the, in, in a in mighty, mighty ba stones, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, that this song, I dug this song. I, I very much, this is definitely in like the the top half, probably the top. Two, this is probably my second favorite song. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I really liked Born second, this is my, my second or third favorite song. It's those. It's <laughs> two, three, and four. The ones that just charted, and we had just talked about. Right. Those are the best songs on the album for sure.
1: Yeah, they they definitely peaked early on this album. Yeah. They oh, they, yeah. they front loaded all the the best stuff. Best yep. stuff. Uh, I, I agree with you there. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead on to the next one, uh, which is called Dropout. So, one thing I do like, I really do like about this song, is I like the chorus, but mm-hmm. for the life of me, I could not tell you what he was saying. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was like something about family. I really don't know. I For uh,
1: the longest time, I thought it was like, hang my failure, and I'm like, that uh, doesn't yeah. make any fucking sense. <laughs> not that it matters. I mean, if you go back and listen to a lot of Nirvana's old shit, the lyrics don't make mm-hmm. sense there either. Um, they do, one thing that they do... Uh, d- they did do production wise that sometimes bothers me is they did sort of bury the vocals in mm-hmm. some cases where like they or they brought out the guitars too much so that mm-hmm. the guitars were too loud. like there were some cases in some songs where and this kind of was one of them in some cases in some spots where the vocals just get drowned out. and like you can tell the vocals are there, but you can't really hear what's going on. And sometimes I think it, it works for a song or it's warranted and sometimes it doesn't. And oddly enough, throughout this whole album, a lot of that was the case where I was like, all right, burying the vocals worked here, but not here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one
0: I liked less than the previous songs mostly. So it wasn't as musical. right. The, the chorus worked OK, but overall, the song, it was
1: fine. Not terrible. It was fine. <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's go ahead and jump out to the next one called Used. Used to cry. That I really do actually like about this song Mm -hmm. One I can hear the guitar player Kind of mess up a little bit in the beginning Uh. Like there's like a hesitation That can only be done because uh, They didn't like Try to perfect Like you know the guitar part They were probably like okay we get like two or three shots at this (laughs) Did it as a band and like Alright this was the best one we can go with Or something like Mm -hmm. that Or maybe like everything else worked but they kind of messed up Also when I was a kid Uh, The line used to be a lot like a son of a bitch. Also, it was (laughs) kind of fun. You know, curse words are fun when you're a kid.
0: Yes, they are. Uh, So I am I was actually quite thankful for this song because it gave us a change of pace. Yes, Um, it was a different, you know, totally different kind of feel to this one. And and I needed that by this point. I was already feeling like the songs were sounding pretty similar. Mm -hmm. And so this one, like, oh, it kind of refreshed me. Honestly, it refreshed me.
1: It has almost that sort of like retro '50s rockabilly uh-huh. style, yeah. um, and which works with the sound of the band, but at the same time, feels like they've taken a leap in a different direction. But it it still feels natural.
0: Yeah, it fit. Yeah, exactly. It fit in an album, but it was different enough to keep my flow and to keep my my interest. Um, so it's not muddling up too much of all the same stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so yeah this album, this song actually was a uh, very helpful helpful for me for this one and it actually ended up helping the next one too and I'll explain
1: <laughs> all right well let's uh, go ahead to that next one uh, called ball lightning
2: uh, here comes
1: Adam, do you like some cheese with your wine? I love cheese with my I, wine. I do too. I love yeah. I love cheese with almost anything really. Exactly cheese on anything.
0: So um, so because of that change of pace, I actually felt a little refreshed as I had mentioned. And so mm. by this song that is a little bit more similar to some of the other vibes, I was like, yeah, I'm good with this. I I actually was was happier. Um, and I, I enjoyed the song. I thought this one was pretty good. I weirdly, I don't, I don't know if you got the same kind of vibe, but you kind of mentioned that there was almost a retro feel to used. Mm -hmm. I got not, not exactly the same, but I got like, almost like the, there's that song that I fought the law and the law one. There's kind of almost a similar, um, point to this song that I was just like, it, it just kind of reminded me of that. Okay. And I liked it. Um, yeah, at least with the chorus part, but yeah, like, so this song to me, it was helped. Um, because it was we had that little break in between from songs similar enough so i i was pretty grateful and and i appreciated ball lightning just fine
1: yeah i i've always liked this one i like the the opening guitar riff it's pretty simple Mm -hmm. but sometimes simple riffs like that just work and you know it has it feels rock and roll it does right here really feels rock and roll and um, despite the sort of kind of cheesy, you like some cheese with your wine, lick or you know words, yeah. I still really kind of enjoy the chorus here. Um, uh, uh, oh, phew, what the hell? Um, Reese. I was I I to kept seeing Reed. John Speedo. Reese. Speedo. Yes. Speedo has definitely a very unique tone to his voice. Sure. Um, and so you can obviously pick it out, and it's kind of like, it's almost whiny i don't know it's it's, it's like almost it's yeah. got like a thin and airy tone to it sometimes it can get a little grating in the song depending on what he's doing but in this case it didn't and mm-hmm. i really i really uh, this one i uh, uh, i might like this one more than young lovers
0: okay it's i mean defi-
1: is- it's definitely yeah um I'll just say that everything up to this point is definitely top half for me.
0: Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> we are starting in the top half, and we're about to start the decline into the second <laughs> half, John. And I think that is correct. Everything you're, you said is correct. All
1: right. Well, let's see. Let's see what happens uh, when we go to the next song, which has a kind of familiar title of a of mm-hmm. another song I remember from actually from the two thousands, uh-huh. uh, but it's called Fat Lip. Just get yeah. So I'll be honest. When I was younger, this was largely the spot in which I would stop listening to the album. <laughs> I don't. I, I understand. I understand, younger John. Now I will say I really do like that guitar lick that they got going on there, um, where he, you know, where John or Speedo sings something, and you got the da na na da na na. That is cool. I like yeah. that. I respect that. The rest of the song does really nothing for me.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, yeah, there, I like that that one bit. That lick is good, but overall, like the the is, has a harder sound. Um, but it's not, you know, that somewhat change of pace again, but not for the better in this time. Uh, like it gets it gets angrier, and it kind of threw me off from the song. Um, and actively, actively, I was ready for this one to be done. Uh-huh. Um, at the at the end of the two minutes and forty two seconds, I was like, when the fuck is the next song? I'm just I'm done <laughs> with this one.
1: So. And if you if you don't remember, I was uh, I was I was thinking of the song "Fat Lip" by Sum Forty One. Yes, that's right, that's right. Which that I remember liking, and then I went back and listened to it the other day, and I'm like, oh, I don't really like this now. Okay, yeah, it's it, been a it, long it's, time. Since it's, that. it's like way too early two thousands ish, uh, okay. late nineties for me, because it's like it's like that pseudo rock rap ish. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's uh, let's soldier on to the next one called Suit City. For me, for this one, again, I really kind of like the guitar stuff, the licks that they're coming up with. I'm enjoying, if only if it was, you know, if I'm just kind of focusing on the licks. Um, I'm, I i did not I did not jive with Speedo's vocals here or his nope. lyrics on this one.
0: I wholeheartedly agree uh, about here in this album. I'm thinking to myself, all right, how much more do I have to get through to get this fucking episode done? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. A- Ah, quick drop um this song doesn't do anything for me um yeah i've i've can obviously tell that these these bottom half episodes or bottom half songs are um not not
1: the first half yeah the first half is the better it's the superior half for sure yeah all right but we've uh we've we've said that we're gonna go through the whole album so we're gonna go through the whole album (laughs) yes so let's move on to the next one called heater hands that the head. So, Uh like, the thing is, is, like, I still enjoy the production sound. Like, the way the guitar sound sounds good. The way the songs are kind of, like, the tones of them. I think they're good throughout the album because they keep it consistent. The problem is they keep it consistent. Yeah. And everything in the back half starts to bleed together. And, like, all of the – it starts to sound like things you've heard of. So much so that in this one, I'm actively listening to it thinking, I've already heard this lick (laughs) You've taken one lick before and you've just slowed it down and changed a few things. But I'm like, I've already heard this song before.
0: Yeah, they are bleeding together. And and by this point, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, this guy can't sing for shit. Like I'm actively and intensively not liking his vocals. Um, I'm done with him. <laughs> I'm done <laughs> with the with the album and I'm done with the fucking band. By song 10.
1: <laughs> I think stopping at 10 probably would have been the better thing than going on to 14 songs.
0: Yeah, I you know. I know. We got fucking four more songs. God damn it.
1: Now, granted, the a lot of the songs are less than three minutes, although, this, although these last four are all close to four minutes
0: why did they go longer that is exactly my (laughs) next comment i was like why the fuck are these songs getting longer as my um my my attention span and my patience for this song for this band is getting shorter
1: and it does you are right it does seem it's almost as if they recorded this album in one day and it does seem like his vocals are getting like (laughs) worse as we go in which if you were trying to record you know 14 songs in one day i totally get Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it just it wasn't man it just yeah it wasn't working for me nope nope alright well let's go to the next one uh, which is called Miss Beaten ah! I'm gonna say some positive things. Sure, um, we do get a little bit of a different style here, yep. kind of a little almost swingish, mm-hmm. uh, rhythmic sound, um, a kind of a full choral sounding uh, vocals at the beginning, some harmonies in the vocals, um, that little clean, almost clean uh, guitar riff at the very beginning, the ba da 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 every time I hear it almost gives me hope that we're going to hear one in complete different style kind of like used was where I was like mm-hmm. way different. And then they jump back in with the distorted guitars and ah, yeah. you kind of uh, almost blue ball you there. But I do appreciate that they switched up the style for this one, slowed down the pacing a little bit.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, you know, I, I, Respect the different style. It just overall, I didn't still didn't care for this song that much. Yeah, I didn't um, either. I, I like they actually had a guitar solo. Now, the guitar solo wasn't really anything special, but I like that they had one in there. Um, <laughs> this song, it did have like a more of a retroy feel to it. Like it came out of something from, yeah, you said like swing style or something like 60s or something, whatever it is. Yeah. It, it was, um, I like that they're doing that, but by this point, I've already been mentally spent.
1: <laughs> so, I've already checked out. Yes. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on to the next one called Come See, Come Saw. Out of the entire back half of the catalog, this one is my favorite.
0: I was gonna say the exact same thing. Definitely the best song of the second half.
1: Yeah, and probably like if you know, I I could actively see myself like going back and and listening to this one. I like that they started out with the bass. They gave us something a little yeah. different. I like the bass little lick, da 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 da. And this, it's a good song. It's a decent song. Um, yeah. it's you know, it it it's up there to me with. The top half, and it has enough of a change uh, from the other styles that I, I think it's great. I, I wish they hadn't buried it so far down in the album.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, this one, you're right. This one is a s- strong song. Um, it is more like the the upper half. And, and you know what? I would listen to this one more than I would listen to, like, the middle out on its own. Yeah, so This exactly. is a top half of, like, the quality songs from the album. So Absolutely. Absolutely. This, this one, you're right. And a lot of it was that bass that gave us, it was a good driving bass that, that we kind of followed through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this song worked. It was whatever it was, this was just a superior song.
1: Yeah. And I mean, even like his vocals are pretty good. Now, I think they kind of bury the vocals in this one. Mm-hmm. And maybe that was for a good thing in this case. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bad this time. Yeah. And it maybe just worked. But like, I don't know. It's just something about the way that this one was mixed or produced just sounded better than like the yeah. last few that we'd listened to. Yep. Yeah. I uh, wholeheartedly agree. Okay. We're almost there. Yep. Uh, we're to our penultimate song called Salt Future. I appreciate the kind of almost change in style mm-hmm. a little bit. There are things I did kind of like about this song, but man, did they bury the fuck out of the vocals in this one?
0: Yeah, the guitars were mu- Everything else was, was heavy, I agree comparatively. Yeah, it was
1: very loud. It was hard to hear almost any... Like, I could tell that he was singing, but it was hard to hear almost anything.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I definitely... I definitely was feeling apathetic to this point mm-hmm. uh, that... It's fine. This song, I didn't hate this song, but it, it just gets the fine. And I will say, the longer I listened to the song, the less fine I became of it.
1: It took it took too long. The yeah, song it definitely long. it wore out its welcome. Yep. Way before it ended.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, Adam, we oh, shit. We finally made it. <laughs> we made it to the hilltop. I I'm not gonna call this a mountaintop. This is this the valley for sure? It's, yes. Uh, and to the last song called "Burnt Alive." Yeah. For this one I don't hate this song uh-huh um, I think these last three have been okay I mean I, I really did like uh, come see come saw yes saw I food. agree
0: with come see come now or sorry come see, see come, come,
1: come saw yeah um, this one was okay it would be the top half of the back half for me sure. <laughs> and and it, a lot of it okay. has to do with it is another kind of change of style appreciate the kind of less dirty guitar that kind of goes on right there. But I do remember like kind of listening to it and like getting lost and like zoning out. Yeah. Um, and not kind, I of, did... not kind of caring when it ended. Also, I remember yeah. it ending and then all of a sudden uh, it's the, the album started over again for me. And I'm like, Oh fuck. That was the last one.
0: I did the same thing. I, I was just kind of zone. I literally zoned out and then I was listening to it on Spotify and, and then it just kind of like, you know, it ended for a bit and then another song came up like, oh, fuck, I'm done. OK, um, <laughs> yeah. Four minutes, 37 seconds. I think the longest song on the album. Yeah, for sure. I actually by the time I just I wasn't happy with it. I think I would probably call it my least favorite song on the entire album. And okay. I just I got into the mode of fuck this shit and I want to be done.
1: So it's kind of unfortunate to say that because all in all, if you ask me if I was a fan of the band, I'm absolutely a fan of the band. It's the yeah. it's the thing is is that the songs that I like, I really like. Yeah,
0: and, and, and that I think first they're half really good. It's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the band is good. I like that. I like that heavy punk ska style. I respect that. I do. Mm. There is a style I appreciate. It's just 14 songs is too much for that that type of style. Um, and some of these went on too long. Uh-huh. And overall, yeah, it's just that first half great, really good at least. Yeah. And the second half wore out its welcome.
1: Yeah. Um, and I definitely thought that also when I was a kid. And um, this will still be a, an album that I'll go back to, but I will obviously only just kind of usually I'll do like the first seven. I'm now I'm definitely gonna add Come See Come Saw into that mm-hmm. rotation in. Sure. Of of stuff. And I you're right. Like the middle. The, the opening one, it's fine, but it's not a full song. So maybe I'll yep. just cut that one out and just start with Born in 69 sure. and just add in, come see. And you know what? You're going to get a solid seven songs yeah. out of this that's, album.
0: That's better than some albums um, we've talked about. That absolutely sure. is true.
1: Yeah. um I really do like I, this album as a whole, this band I had fun with. It was a fun experience for me. It's a fun sort of life moment where I discovered a band live, which doesn't mm. always happen. You know yeah. um the only other person that I can say uh, for certain that I discovered that way by hearing them live first was uh David Gray. Um, okay yeah from going to Yeah you talk. I
0: remember we talked about that yeah, yeah she's, she's
1: uh, open for was it Atlantis More set or something No um Oh Sean Sean Colvin, okay. Yes. That was that was the first concert I ever went to. Mom took me to that one. That's right. Um, we talked about that at the little for, fair episode. Yes. That's we right. also talked about it when we talked Sean Colvin, but Sean I know Colvin, yeah. I know you've blocked yeah, I, that episode from your mind.
0: <laughs> completely gone. I drank that episode away.
1: Um, but, but like yeah. his first album is actually one that I would totally also do as a okay. uh, uh, an album review if if, uh, if yeah. we ever need the the stuff to talk about cuz I still listen to like I still have not heard the album that Babylon came off of cuz I didn't care that much for Babylon, but his early stuff, which is very, not entirely folky, but like, it's kind of like folk rock, mm-hmm. but with more than just an acoustic guitar. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. I'm good to, it's, it, hopefully we'll get to it at some point. Yeah, um, sure. Because sure. I am still nostalgic for that one. Um, but Rocket From The Crypt, if anything, go find some of the fun songs. Born mm-hmm. in 69, On A Rope, Young Livers is good, Dropout was good, Used was fun, Ball lightning yep. was good, and then as we said, come see, come saw, um, fun songs and worth. Just you know, if you got Spotify, make a list using just those songs, and maybe add in sure. some of your other favorite '90s punk stuff. And just make a list mm-hmm. out of that. It's there. There are songs on this album worth adding to some kind of playlist. I would. Yeah. Say.
0: Exactly. If you make like that 90s punk, 90s ska style playlist, these deserve, some of them deserve to be on there and I can almost guarantee On a Rope will be the one that gets stuck in your head.
1: Absolutely. And (laughs) still one of my favorite, favorite songs. Okay. Uh, All right, folks. That was our review of the album Scream, Dracula, Scream from Rocket from the Crypt. Please join us next time as we continue Vampire Month with the 1994 film Interview with a Vampire, discuss the 60s TV show The Munsters, and recast interview with a vampire using Actors of Today. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us at blastfromourpast@gmail.com. at gmail.com, and if you want to suggest a movie or TV show from your childhood or to be a guest on the podcast, go over to patreon.com backslash blastpastcast and pick a tier that works for you. To find us on social media, search for at blastpastcast. So until next time, I'm John. And I'm Adam. And thanks for joining us. See you next time.